hear your talk. Hello, everyone. My name is Wa. And I'm Chris. And we're longtime friends that discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yep, so we made a podcast called DocuSweeties, which is, you know, our lens of watching these people live their lives. And sometimes that lens is marred with a little saltiness, but at the end of the day, we hope, is mildly sweet. Welcome! Yay! So today we're going to be talking about Love in Paradise, Season 2, Episode 6. Mm-hmm. What a great episode as we realize people are now five days in. And here's the thing. This five day is like the seven-year itch of most relationships and marriages. It feels like these people are realizing uh, that, I don't know if this is going to be it for them. And they're also in paradise so yeah so we start off with danielle and johan and she is packing up Mm -hmm. the hotel room that she's paid for oh yes honey and you know she's going through things and she's like what is this it's just open just fruit snack was it's your fruit snack it's It's, you know like whatever you've been doing okay Okay, Mm -hmm. well that actually is my fruit snack are you welcome to have some i just love i just love fruit snack but it's just like going through like sparkling waters and she's like is this yours and he says no and in my mind i was like yes it is and because here's the thing, we also find out that he has been munching on some peanuts. So you best know that he definitely got thirsty in the middle of the night. In fact, he ate $200 worth of hotel mini bar peanuts at 4 a.m. And she was like, no, don't eat the peanuts. And he was like, I'm so hungry. You yeah. Know? And if I'm hungry and it's 4 a.m., I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the truth. Is it his fault that those mini bar peanuts cost as much as they did? No. And is it his fault that she didn't tell him that she wasn't willing to pay for any item used out of the mini bar? She, we don't know if she didn't say that. No. But here's the thing. Is this man six, seven? Yes. And do we know that this, this man probably has a metabolism that always goes? Yes. And is he, God bless, doing it to her in such a way that he probably needs some calories, you know, replenished? Yes, but it's not worth $200 worth of poisonous peanuts that spiritual leader Baba told her not to eat. Yeah, so here's the thing. As we know, she loves peanuts. She'd be having peanut butter on an apple and on celery. She'd place the little, like, raisins on top of the celery. It's like ants on a log. She loves that, you know. She's been serving it to all her yogis, you know, straight up. But, yeah, Baba was like, it's very bad for you to have those peanuts. And also, like, incredible incredibly unlucky and you'll basically just like ruin your relationship and we've already had like many a thing happen to her that like really predicates this relationship is going downhill including the her love quartz rock just breaking yep i mean yeah and here's the thing another thing that's been bothering her and we find bothering him is that she loves to say well i'm paying for the hotel well, I'm paying for the taxi mm-hmm. and he's not an idiot you guys he knows that he's not paying for it yeah And he doesn't like it when she brings it up because she knows that he does not have any money. Yeah. And this is the part where I'm like, lady, you are 42 years old. You know your finances. You understand finances in the U.S. in a way that he never will. Mm -hmm. So you need to cut your losses and just walk away from this person because you cannot keep telling him that you are paying for everything. This is what you signed up Mm -hmm. when you picked up a pobre foreigner. 
this is what Ellie did with Victor. You know, like it's just this, these ladies don't want to have all of the pressure of paying for everything. Yeah, they're not Darcy. Darcy is the one who's willing to pay for Georgie and all the rest of them to do whatever and whatever. No, 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 no. These ladies are women who apparently are pseudo-traditional because they want the man to pay for at least half, if not everything. Mm -hmm. But you are going to poor nations Mm -hmm. and picking up men Mm -hmm. who don't have money. And she's already been to his Pueblo. Mm-hmm. she says it she's oh. like i've been here the first time i came i didn't realize how poor he was now you have this information you know this man is poor yeah here's the thing i do is there any women that i just want to know like try to go to like monte carlo and monaco and like you know geneva and like where are rich people we're like think it's, no, no, no. banking no like you know cayman islands like dubai Swiss. yes there's so, like, no american woman that is going to bring that man because that man can just come to us on a tourist visa he doesn't these are men who cannot come to the u.s on a tourist visa the tourist visa is the easiest visa to get but they don't give it to certain people in certain countries because the assumption is that these people will never leave and it's racist it's classist. It's all of those things, but it's just the way the cookie crumbles in the U.S. Yeah. If there's a cold, hard truth to yeah. some things, yeah. you know. Brazilian women do not get tourist visas. <sighs> it's interesting that you say that Brazilians don't get tourist visas because so many Americans go to Brazil for not only Carnival, but like butt surgery. I mean, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's racist. It's terrible. But there are a lot of countries who are not a, a lot of countries that their regular middle-class run-of-the-mill citizens cannot get a visa to the U S mm-hmm. because they have to prove that they have something to come back to. Yeah. And I know that because, well, if you know me, you know how I know that these people have to prove that they have a reason to come back. Otherwise the States just assume that they are never going home. So they're not going to allow them to come. Yeah. So that's the reason why these K one visa is very important. And it just makes me mad that Danielle is yet another silly American woman trying to go find herself a Ryan and bring him back to the U S and then mad that he doesn't have any money. Now here's the truth. I don't even think Stephanie. And if you know, you know, I don't think Stephanie would have expected Ryan to pay for anything. I think that she got off on the fact that she was paying for everything. Yeah, she didn't want him to pay for anything so she could hold it over his head and manipulate him. By the way, side note, in the 90 Day World, Stephanie that like put her farts in the jar, that Stephanie had like a date and the other Stephanie won the date, paid $5,000 to go on a date with the other Stephanie. I thought it was $3,000. $5,000. Oh my God. Also, your lipstick is so popping right now. I know we're on a podcast, but I want people to know. And if you're like watching any other way, you'll see that. And I mean, all I'm saying is like, people should go on a date with you, honey, and pay for it. Okay, so moving on, she, you know, gets her stuff. They're going to go in a taxi and go visit his parents. Like you said, go visit the Pueblo that she's from. She scrubs the taxi, honey. And by scrubs, I mean, burns that sage, you know, like all over the taxi and like also says like somewhat Christian prayers during this chant. Why is she saying, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, as though it's a funeral, number one. Look at my life and realize there's nothing left. left. As I've been passing and massing so low that even Even my mama mama thinks that my mind mind is gone. gone. I ain't never crossed a man that didn't. Deserve it. I reserve it. I reserve it. You know it's unheard of. So the boss are walking, and what you're talking, because you and your homies are be lying and coughing. Yep. No way. You and no. This is we're both wrong. Chalk. It's this is. Listen, we're both wrong. It's so you and your homies will be lying in chalk. Oh, it's not. So you and your homies will be lying in a coffin. 
Okay, well, we'll do some research and find this out. <laughs> if you're watching this, please tell us if you think it's chalk or coffin. I think it's chalk. I don't know which one it is, but you said salt. So you think it's salt. No, I I took it back, obviously. <laughs> and that's why we're having this very in-depth conversation. So God bless. So um, again, She is doing yeah. the Lord's work. I mean, she's in there with the sage. She's washing his feet. She's washing the passenger side, the back. It is just like everywhere she goes. Yeah. Every place she walks into, she must do this. And it's annoying. It's annoying for me to watch. It's annoying for him to be a part of. Listen, if you're going to burn that much sage, like make sure there's a little lavender or something smelly in there that smells good. So in the car ride, they discuss more about the peanuts. He's real pissed about them peanuts, you know, like they're not peanuts to her, honey. And also in that language, it's money. Spanish yeah. is money. Money, like money petty. Oh, someone got her stunch. Someone got an off-white, like a cream, like a cream. So, and then they kind of get into like, you know, her chosen religion, because at this point it's like, she at one point, I mean, you know, that religious prayer was just like a mismosh of like different religions. So he's kind of like, he's a version of evangelical Christian and she's, you know, Yoruba, Yoruba. And he's like, you know, you're kind of like a witch, and she's like, we're discussing the types of witch. Like, he's like, you're like a, not a bad witch. And she's like, well, there's only like one type of witch and we're all good. And he's like, no, there's absolutely more types of witches, including the one that I grew up knowing about, which is the types of witches that would come into homes and steal newborn babies and like suck their blood. And by the way, I'm not alone because like, have you ever seen Hocus Pocus? It's basically the, and by the way, that's coming back or it's a version two. I can't wait. Have you seen the trailer? I haven't. Oh my God, honey. They all look the exact same, which is LOL, but good for them. Good for them anyway i mean like he's like no it's real and she's like that's not real and he's like no it's real and i just listen here's the truth i just for people who tend to look down on other types of non-christian or non i guess monotheistic religion Mm -hmm. to then say that they believe that a witch can come into a house and suck the blood of a newborn baby in order to stay young and nubile it's all the same crazy. Like it's all the same. It's it's all anything that has if if your religion has anything to do with blood, if it's of a lamb or of a baby, it's all the same. So it's just interesting that he's like I don't agree with her religion, especially and I mean, I here's the truth. As a former Christian, I'm a little judgy of current Christians who give with people who claim that they're witches. Because as a former Christian, I would not have been able to date a warlock. <laughs> okay, just my mouth just <laughs> because first of all, I can't even think about you dating like a male. Witch. Could you imagine if I were in my staunchly in my Christianity, height of my judgment, height of my judgy of all the heathens and heretics running around? Do you think that if for one moment I could be in a relationship with somebody who professed to me that they were a warlock? Well, how many warlocks have you met? I mean, not many, but I mean, it's the same thing. It's just a man witch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, I do they, but like, are they underground? Because like, I feel <laughs> like those are the spellas of the world. There's all the people running around, each girl. God bless. And I love them with the crystals and everything, honey. And then like scrubbing everything. And listen, I'm not saying that I haven't burned sage before. But you don't and- think there are men who do the same thing? I think there has to be. We don't know about that. I think that there, I think there has to be. And I think they're also like, I would love to have, I feel like there's probably like some sort of like pagan fairy witches, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like nubile young, like gays that are just like, you know, like 
witching it up. Like the blood of babies? Yeah, there's like some, you know, there is like, no, not that. No, they're great gays. There's like a fairy festival that like they they all get naked and there's like a gay fairy festival. This is true. That men go into the countryside and I saw a real sex. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. And they just dance around naked. You know what I'm saying? Which is basically what Spella does. It is, you know, like another witches. It is like take off their tops and run around. It's like a, it's a naked dance fest, usually in a forest, sometimes with fire. Like that's what it is. And I so, mean, that sounds great. I know. Interesting. I'm, I'm interesting. Well, here's here's what about to buy a ticket for hedonism too to go to her swinger swingers resort, honey, and then just like hang out with a warlock dancing around a fire but um post christianity yeah not during christianity so it's just interesting to me that like people love to sit on their christian high horse or in muhammad's case their muslim high horse and be like i don't agree with whatever you're doing however i'm still going to be in a relationship with you yeah. no yeah no no i call absolute bs so then we get to the Pueblo and she's kind of calmed down. I think once she saw like where he's from and like what his life is like, she calms down. They go into the house. His family is ready to go. They're camera ready. Okay. They oh are, my God. They are listo. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Muy... There's a high pony. Yes. Everything is, everything is fresh AF. Everything is like laid out. And here's the thing. This B-roll is different from the B-roll we've been seeing, which by the way is always hot butts. You know that B-roll butts, but you know, we kind of get, you know, some of the looks and feelings of this town, which is, you know, doesn't have running water and probably doesn't have electricity. And so to see that and to understand that in your face and then also realize that people look like they do here, I'm just like the work that you have to do to look like that. It's different from like just also plucking all the hairs I have in my magnifying glass under like seven, you know, rays of led lights after my like skin scrub and my like bath. You know, I'm just a nightmare. I'm just going to tell you right now that the weather conduce the weather in the DR is conducive to supple skin. Mm -hmm. The humidity just does wonders for the skin. I know I have stayed weeks in a tropical place and Mm -hmm. I have never looked better skin wise. So Mm -hmm. they are also having that benefit. They sit down and they have a conversation with the family. Everybody hugs her because they know her. Mm -hmm. And they're very excited for the pending nuptials. Mm -hmm. And they are talking to her because they ask, where would you like to live? And she Mm -hmm. says Mm -hmm. that she would like to live in the DR. Mm -hmm. And he says that he would like to live both. And then she says, well, you have to have money to live both. And you don't have any money, poor. You poor. Yeah. And so then again, he, she just says it in front of his family and the family's just kind of like, uh, well, there's more opportunity for him in the U S to help us out, you know, because I am 52 years old. His Mm -hmm. aunt says Mm -hmm. she has worked since she was 11 years old. And she said that there is no opportunity to save. You just get up to work to survive the next day. And so it'd behoove the family if he could go to the U S and work. And he's like, yeah, it's the American dream to go there and work. And she is just like, and I just don't know how how someone who is her age does not recognize that a proper match that does not make. You you just can't. I'm younger than her. And I know that if certain core ideologies are not aligned, it is not going to work. And money is one of those core ideologies. It's not an ideology, but it's one of those core factors, those foundational factors. So just wondering, is she thinking... She's going to move full-time to the DR, get rid of the yoga studio, get rid of, like, her beauty line. She has both. And she has a yoga studio and a beauty line? Yes. God bless. I think so. Or something like that. Or, you like, um, some sort of yoga situation. Yes. 
listen. And is she going to like give it all up, go to the DR and live there on her savings or do yoga there? And are they going to split rent on like a apartment? Well, it's, I don't know how it is in DR, but in Belize and what I've heard in Jamaica, you don't necessarily need, you don't pay rent. You just like buy land and then you just build a house and it's yours. There's no like fee. You just have to pay for like electricity and stuff. Like, so like her overhead is super low. She could take like four, th- she could, she could literally bust open her teacher's pension or her 401k or whatever she has and just go there and spend like 5,000 US on land, maybe more US, I'm not quite sure, but she could do that and, and live well. So when I always say like, I could just go to Guatemala and live, like I literally could. My uncle does not pay fees for the land that he has. Like he, he, he just built a house there and now it's his. And so That's there's, great. there's, yeah, there's none of that extra stuff. So it'd be so much better for her to live in the DR. The problem yeah. is, is that he would never truly be able to like even help her because he's so busy helping the family. He lives 50 minutes away from the place mm-hmm. he works. And so like, Either way it goes, he's not going to help her. Yeah, she has to really understand the cultural significance of the fact that he is the breadwinner for his family. And so he is not about to be the breadwinner for her. Yes. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so I think that what he can give her is obviously this hot ass, tall ass, huge D ass person. You know what I'm saying? Just like... And she can practice her Spanish with him in present tense, you know, and that's what great. I mean, what she, of course, this is the conversation that she'd be having, which is where should we live? And Mm -hmm. this is basic information because yeah, she, she's also 42. So I wonder how, if she can truly retire, she would have to like teach some yoga. She's not six. She can't get into a pension yet. Can't she? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the teacher's pensions are like, so I don't know how long you have to be in the field in order to get it, but she's no longer teaching. And, I assume she has a pension or some kind of 401k. So you're right. She does have another like 20 years as a, before retirement where she would need to work. But like, where is she teaching yoga? Is she, she's obviously marketing it towards the tourists, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so she's always going to have to have some kind of deal with a hotel or Great. something and, and do that. So yeah, I mean, she that could. is what it is. So when that conversation starts to turn towards money, somebody is like, let's go and have the buffet because the family has cooked a meal for her. And they go upstairs and they have a beautiful meal. Look great. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was saved by the buffet, honey. Yeah, no chicken feet. No, no, no. Okay, my loves. Let's move on to Carlos and Valentine. Oh my God, I forgot I have pictures. Oh. I mean, it's not important. It everything is. Let's see. This is Carlos and Valentine, you guys. For those of you guys who are watching via the Patreon, you are seeing everything that we're doing, including Chris eat some gummy bears, me eat gummy bears or fruit snacks. And now you're seeing a picture of Carlos and Valentine on the screen. So here's the deal. Val and Carlos are going to go to Carlos's favorite, like, vacay spot on the Caribbean coast, Santa Marta, which he lived in. And he also says a little more liberal for them in their lives. So, you know, there'll be a lot of people looking real sleek there, honey. So they're excited for that. And they kind of give it into a little spiff over Valentine kind of forgetting exactly what order of cities Carlos lived in. Yeah. And here's the truth. I would be annoyed if I would. I, I, I know you would because you're so sensitive. It's not that I'm sensitive. Oh, it's okay. just that I, 
I don't, I, when someone tells me something, I listen and take in. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how I can tell someone something and they don't listen and take in. It makes me feel like you don't care about me. Mm-hmm. That is the crux of it. Like you don't care so much about me that you can't be bothered to listen and take in the information that I'm given. Now, me as somebody who is more, has grown mm-hmm. and is trying to be a better human being and a better friend and partner. Yeah. Like what's that one saying? What's that person saying? You know what? This person might have a lot of noise in their brain. Yeah. And I don't know what it's, I know what it's like to have a lot of noise in my brain. However, I'm organized and I have figured out a way to get through the fog. And there are people who haven't. And maybe Valentine is just one of those people. Also, like, I'm somebody who understands geography and I'm very much interested in the world, where things are in the world, what cultures are in those places. And so... He just might not be somebody who, when you say Colombia and then you start to say cities in Colombia, will then take that information and be able to lock it in. Yeah. It might be overwhelming to him because he's like, I don't really know. Like, if you can't picture Colombia, like putting where all the cities are, if you're bad at direction, it's hard to visualize it and you might just, in like a... It's just it might not much, be retained. Yeah, it's just too much information for you. And I, the reason why I say this is because I have a coworker who's very, very intelligent. And when I talk about countries, this person is like, I- I'm sorry, I just don't know countries of the world. And I'm like, how? It, to me, it's like, how, how? But I know there are people who just don't know countries. And so I have to just let that go and be like, there are people who just don't. Yeah, Valentine has other gifts, honey. Obviously, it's musically inclined. So Valentine feels like he has, you know, because in this situation with Carlos, he has to like somewhat tiptoe around Carlos. Feels like he's walking on eggshells. He he just says it's hard to police his tone and words. And again, we're talking about two very dominant men, very activo men, men that like butt heads, but won't butt butts. Ha ha ha, LOL. Anyway, I love you guys so much. And, you know, often run up against kind of both stubborn hard-headedness so that kind of want to control things so and they're not afraid to like let each other know when the others have stepped on their toes in such a way except for carlos is like a big baby with it valentine being the consummate hr professional that he is tells carlos how he's feeling and carlos does not care he's like he's like carlos i'm used to listening to music in the car can you put some music on (laughs) and carlos's punk ass starts to whistle it's not even good and it's just like, why would you do that? Just put on music. Like, what on some bachata? Like, what is the purpose of starting to whistle? So then Valentine is just like, you know what? You're getting on my nerves. Please leave me alone. And Carlos is like, no, we have to work things out, Valentine. We're just meeting each other. And he's like, no, I'm telling you that you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> so leave me alone. Do not force <laughs> me to have a conversation with you right now because I'm past that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Carlos wants to be the one who's like, no, we need to. No, 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 Carlos. Because if you didn't feel like talking to Valentine, you would walk away. I just, I, listen, I don't trust Carlos. I don't like him as a partner. <laughs> I just am over him. I think he's rude. And as much as I like to see his point of view, he's getting a very bad edit. And all it is, is that Valentine is looking like he's just trying to like make peace and trying to like help him out. And it's like, there's not everything he does is wrong. 
Yeah, they're kind of like bickering, like kind of like grumpy old men, kind of like going back and forth, and it doesn't feel good. And and it feels they they discuss the fact that you know the relationship was much different when they were over the phone. You know, they were happy to talk to each other. I'm sure they didn't get a lot of I don't want to talk right now, leave me alone. They're on the phone. They can't wait to like you know discuss things. They're not getting in in fights. And yeah, the relationship is different over the phone versus IRL in real life with them both there. And you know, but we're also I think we're also not seeing them. I think they're also a little hot and cold. I think we're seeing a lot of the cold and awkward, but I think we're not seeing a lot of the hot. I think they're having a lot of fun too because they're very hot for each other. And I don't know how much TLC wants to show, but I feel like we're missing a lot of them like enjoying each other. I like to think so. Because we're even at the hotel. So sometimes I'm like, even if you can't like let your hair down, Carlos, even though you definitely do all the time in that gay bar, like you're in ho- your hotel, like can you guys get a little drunk together and dance around. Like, is that happening? No, Valentine doesn't drink. So it would be oh. Carlos that needs to get drunk. So Carlos, just... well, de- Carlos does need to get drunk. Valentine yeah. doesn't need to really drink. And we also talk about this. I wonder if Valentine smokes, you know, some sort of situation that Let's him. Oh, now party. why is why is that important to this conversation of whether or not he's supposed to tell us, Chris? Why do you think that's important? No, I was just wondering if he like has any sort of like vice. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Okay, my loves. Anything else about them you wanted to share? No, besides the fact that I don't like Carlos, there's nothing else I really want to talk about. Okay, our <laughs> next couple is Sherlon and Ariana. Him not marry she. So in this episode, we've got Ariana feeling a type of ways. They go out and eat something and Ariana wants to know who Sugar Baby is or what the hell her name is. What's her name? (laughs) I know. He just gets this like text and this like message from this girl and is so pissed on his phone or whatever. And I think it was like Sugar Baby or whatever. She does have this cute outfit that I wanted to talk about. She has a cute outfit, like her confessional and this outfit. She definitely like got a whole wardrobe of like puffy sleeved, like, you know, ruffle sleeved resort wear. It looks very like Farm Rio, you know, Farm Rio had a Target line that also had some bright colors. It's very, yeah, resort wear. And she like got, I wonder how long she has to steam those sleeves for is what I think about every time. Cause like, you know, you couldn't pack the sleeves and have them not be wrinkled, even if it's in a garment bag. And I think about these things, plus she has a baby. Anyway, so yeah, she's pissed a bit that his phone is always, always blowing up. And uh, like, basically... She feels like they're in a polyamorous open relationship. Hi, Valentine. I do love her gold hoops. I love a girl that wears gold hoops. I feel like intrinsically, if Uh a girl wears gold hoops, that we understand each other. Mm -hmm. And she's wearing those gold hoops. But she's frustrated with him because she's just like, you don't like me. I didn't realize that we were in an open relationship. And apparently this whole time we were. And he's like, yeah, I have so many women in my DMs. You have no idea, bruh. You know? So how could yeah. you expect me to turn them away? Like, I, I don't understand. I There is candy out there. And I would like all of it. Okay, I have a sweet tooth. So stop being crazy. I'm not going to say no because I have a woman having my baby 5,000 miles away. I know in her mind when he asks her like, how could I, like, how could I not really like get back to them? I feel like Celine Dion plays in her mind and she's like, 
because you love me but girl he doesn't and i feel so bad and he like you know we've come to a sort of agreement understanding that like he told you things that were not true and he was a dirty dog to do it honey. yeah and they do it all the time it's horrible you know moms tell your daughters husbands tell your wives uh you know like you know dads tell your daughters you know sons tell your sisters you know like sons don't do it you know like women don't play with men we don't play with people's hearts be genuine and be open this is like honestly i think an important communication aspect is it's important to keep your side of the street clean and to have integrity with your communication because you are ultimately not only molding yourself and envision, but at the same time, envisioning and manifesting the life you want with someone. So to be nefarious and to have that sort of stain of inauthenticity, it cannot possibly do you good in your ultimate goal of finding sustaining love. Oh, he doesn't want sustaining love, girl. The truth, this is, let me add on, let me just, okay. The first okay. part of what Chris said, yes. The <laughs> latter part is... <laughs> The latter part is people tell your daughters that men will love bomb you and lie to get in your pants. That is what they want from you. I don't know. I, we know for certain that Sherlon does not want to come to the U.S., but I don't know if women back in the U.S. who he entertains don't Venmo him or WhatsApp him or send him money. He might get money from love bombing these women. I mean, most of the women he probably love bombs knows that he ain't shit and that he's not going to do anything for them except for Ariana, who like opened herself completely up to him. Her legs. Because. Her uterus. She was feeling so sexy when she came to Jamaica that first time. She had lost a bunch of weight. She had had a lot of low self-esteem. And then she went to Jamaica looking fit and fine and was feeling good. And this hot Jamaican man told her how much he loved her and how he wanted to be with her. And I'm sure the energy that he was picking up from her was her I love myself energy that she was giving off. And he just quickly stole her whole entire heart and then her soul and then just chew it up and spit it back at her and calls her bruh now. So like, Ugh. it is what it is. And so she's Ugh. frustrated and she feels so used, but this is the lessons that we have to learn in our 20s. But the good thing is, is that she has a real cute baby out of it. His response to who Shanika baby is, is just somebody that I know. Because he doesn't want to say who she is. Yeah. Just somebody that I used to, I used to know, still know. Yeah. Uh, well, I do feel like that could happen to me and I feel so bad. You know, like, here's the thing. You think it could happen to you now? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> how do I, how do because I? we're coming out of COVID, I could, like, it's like, well, like, here's the thing. What if we went on vacation and we were just having so much fun and, like, some dreamy guy just got me in a state where we were having, like, a romantic, you know, like, serotonin you know, hormonal, spectacular. And we were just like living our best lives. And then suddenly baby Chrissy exists, you know? Then you, you would have a baby by a foreigner and just have you to, and yeah, your dad would just take care of this baby. I absolutely wouldn't. I mean, uh, absolutely I would. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, that's, that's what would happen. But like, yeah. you would not expect this man from an island to like yeah. come to the States and be with you. Cause like, Who's going to take care of him? Right, 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 right. Who's going to, who, how is he, who, how, 
<laughs> the logistics yeah. of all this doesn't make sense. So now I could see you falling in love with somebody, I guess, now that you're telling me that you would. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm susceptible. You're susceptible to it. Yeah. But like, you would not. I mean, having a baby and falling in love with somebody to me are two different things. That's true. That's true. And I feel okay. But going back to them, I do feel bad because here's the thing. She felt so, uh, you know, in love with him and she felt like he was so attractive and she felt his attraction to her. And so to have this conversation now, they basically admit that the attraction is lost. And, you know, from his side, he literally, again, just answers her by saying, well, we got to work on this relationship, bra. And that's never a good sign. You know, bra is not like babe or my love or the mother of my child or ariana it's bra b-r-a-h and he and but he and this is literally how he this is the last thing he says is action is what you want action is what you'll get simple as that and i'm like there is no action like she how do they expect to rekindle or fix this relationship this girl thought that she was gonna she knew their relationship was bad Mm -hmm. but she didn't realize that they were in an open relationship Mm -hmm. and wow i mean i just this is me at 22 this is me at this is all of us in our 20s like we don't know 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 until we realize that we know it Mm -hmm. so we find out that her mother is coming Uh to watch odin while they work on their relationship and Mm -hmm. if i were this mother i would not go there for them to work on their relationship like like this uh, like you're this mother is going to fly to jamaica to watch a baby that's their baby. They can work on their relationship with Odin right there. What they need Odin? Why, why don't they need Odin there? Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. It's like for, I feel like are you telling me there's no one in Sherlon's life that can take care of this baby like his mom or something like that like someone that's already there that's like you know like has some time on their hands. But by the way, his mom's about to come anyway, so I understand why. You know what it is? Is producers were like, "Mom, will you come to Jamaica to, to add more spice to it?" Because you already know Sherlon. You already told him off once. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So we get the mom that's going to come into town and it's too hot or something for them to go to the airport to pick mom up or the baby's not feeling well. And so mom takes a cab down to the hotel and we find out that the GMAs are going to come together and they're going to all have conversations. And by the way, Sherlon's mother came with the realness. I mean, she has a blonde wig, oh my blonde, God, I know banged it. bob wig. Yeah. And I said, okay. She said, I'm on TV. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. uh, you, uh, makeup and everything. I know yeah. what this is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, can't wait. Definitely that baby loves that grandma. It was so cute to see like when when Ariana's mom comes in to the hotel room, the baby like runs towards, like crawls towards the grandma on the bed. It's so cute. It is cute. Yeah, that is a beautiful baby. And, you know, obviously the grandma is there to express her concern and skepticism over Sherlon, you know, who she has to pay for his way because she's basically, I think another thing is that they're going to try and say like, well, she's there because it's her also latch ditch hope of trying to like pass the fatherly role baton under Sherlon because she's like paying for everything. Sherlon? Is it Sherlon or Sherlon? I think it's so interesting that she feels like she needs, her and Sherlon need to give it the good old college try so that Odin knows that the parents tried to be together for him. And I guess I'm just like confused as to why her love and the long distance love of the dad and the love of her family isn't going to be enough for this child. Oh, it is. Ariana, just Ariana wants it. Okay. Okay. That's what's going on. Okay. Okay. Final coops. And by coops, we mean throops. Final throops. 
I know you, you know me, final throops, throuple, couple, Frankie, Gabby, and Abby. Yeah. So Frabby, Gabby, and Abby. I'm so sorry. He's not Frabby, but you know what I'm saying? He's it's Frankie. But okay, you know. so you want it to rhyme? Frabby and Gabby and Abby? Yeah. Okay, I understand what you're doing. Thank you. So in their segment today, we've got Gabby and Abby and Selena and Rodney getting off of the little boat slash boat. Selena has a whole outfit, honey. I and mean, girl, I mean, come through. She got a full body shot and uh, we're here for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean, here's the thing. It's like a whole thing is that resort wear that has like a crop top and then like a slinky slinky dress that gets like ruched and pushed in such a way that like it's curvy, you mm-hmm. know, it's and cute. I got to get some of those. Yeah. So Rodney and Rodney tells them that he wishes that he wasn't the bearer of the bad news, but he wishes them the best and he'll see them later. And so Selena yeah. and Rodney just like take off. And Abby's like, I'm so upset. I, why did he tell him all of my secrets? And I'm like, girl, why did you ask him? Yeah. He didn't want to say one thing about Frankie. He was going to just like, I don't know, wine and dine you girls on your yacht and just have an easy yacht day. But Abby, you're the one that was like, what's happening? Tell me, tell me. And he's like, uh-huh. and then also, why did you? Translate, translate everything to, to Gabby. You are insane. This woman is insane. I think she's crazy. Yeah. I think you know, like I thought she was mildly crazy for that hairstyle or in that hairdo where she just shaved half of it. it. Didn't look like it, you know, like that was a smart decision, but she did it anyway. And God bless. And in this situation, I don't get it at all. So basically, she like doesn't even say goodbye to them because she's mad at them. And then Gabby and Abby start having their conversation. What I clock, which immediately was a little weird to me, is Gabby starts it by being like, "Mi amor." Yo tango preguntas para ti. And we're like, Mia Moore? Did you see what she said? No, I just felt like she was like, don't leave me. And then Gabby's like, you've made your choice. It was you and me, and we brought in a third. And then you had this plan behind my back that you were just going to run off with him. And you don't want me to leave you? Yeah, like Abby maintains this tightrope of kind of be like, oh, I was going to go with him and then bring you. And so to Frankie, to Frankie's friend, Rodney, Rodney was like, I don't know. I don't think that was it. You yeah. know, like, no, I don't. From what I heard, there was never anything like Gabby's coming at the end of all this, you know, like, and it's a, it was very much like he was bringing you. And so she, whether she, whether she honestly thought that she was going to somehow manipulate Frankie into like bringing Gabby or whether she just got caught between a rock and a hard place. And now she's like, Oh yeah, you were always on on my priority to bring you over. Like we'll never know because this person is shady. Yeah. I mean, it absolutely is. So Gabby basically just reads her, her rights and is calm (laughs) yet angry. And then at the end, and she's like, just love whoever you want because I'm going to go do that. They have been together for 10 plus years, running around the Puerto Vallarta, Cabo Coast. Scamming people. Just having having threesomes with foreigners. Leaving them in bathtubs with their livers taken out. Just all this stuff. And it's just like, we've been through so much together and you were going to run off with this person you barely know? That guy? He can dance, well... Gabby says that, walks off, and Abby just, like, has this, like, balls. Ah! <laughs> ah! 
like a little petulant child who didn't get her way. It's like a, it's a weird moment, you know? So basically that was that thrilling episode. Well, absolutely. I mean, on the seat of your seat, just seating, just, just at the edge of your seat, just at the edge of the edge, you know? Yeah. All right, you guys. So that is the end of this episode. We want to thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If you're at all interested in seeing the visuals plus an unedited version of this, you will go on ahead and follow us on Patreon slash DocuSweeties. Yes. The video will have pictures we, of course, got to show you and our beautiful faces. So. And a video of Valentine's new song that came out. So mm -hmm. you didn't hear it in the episode. But if you were watching it on Patreon, you saw the music video and our feelings and commentary about it. That is true. I love you guys so much. And please remember to follow us on social media. DocuSweeties exists on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It also is an email address at Gmail if you would like to email us any of your information and the things you're watching and how you feel about us. We definitely would love to see you follow us on social media. We would so enjoy it. Thank you. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. That's the end of this episode. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.